0: There are lots of ways to watch Clarissa Explains It All, so I've plotted out some of the most effective strategies for optimal enjoyment. Let's say you have 30 seconds. First, avert parental inquiry about remaining weekend homework. Next, remove annoying brother from premises. Clear a path for best bud. Break out microwave popcorn, and you're ready. Clarissa Explains It All. Every Sunday at 635 30 Central on... Lepelodian.
1: way cool gut buckets this is big orange couch the 90s nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s nickelodeon my name's joey i'm andrew
2: hey guys i'm nikki
3: and this is episode uh this is patreon episode number 12 Mm. we're talking our top clarissa that explains it all episodes man
1: i mean i know we say this a lot but like It took us a long time to get to this (laughs) yeah too long crazy amount of time yeah (laughs) um and we've i mean we've talked about some clarissas but uh yeah this feels right and uh nikki this is your first time on so thank you so much for joining us
2: thank you so much for having me
1: um you had mentioned either maybe wanting to talk about a clarissa episode or doing favorites uh you know since this is your first time on what is it what is it about Clarissa? Like, what's your Nickelodeon origin story here? Is is Clarissa your favorite, or you know, what, what's the story?
2: Yeah. Okay. So I'll start with history with Clarissa. I feel like she was the first female lead on television that I remember just mm-hmm. immediately latching onto. Like, I felt mm-hmm. very seen and understood. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, not that I'm delusional and I think that I'm Clarissa, but you know, I just felt like I related to her personality. So she was definitely my first fashion icon. I feel like her mm. room was such a feast for the eyes, like visually. So, it was so, so wonderfully cool. weird. Um, yeah. I loved seeing all of the uh, like outfit changes, like her wardrobe was fantastic. She was definitely my first fashion icon. Um yeah, and I feel like I was kind of a tomboy and Clarissa hated things that were too overly precious or girly. So that was very much me. Um and then I had some like personal correlations. Like my closest childhood friend was a neighbor who was a boy, um mm. for years. <laughs> so we played lots of video games together and rollerbladed. So I feel like I had like a similar platonic relationship that Clarissa and Sam had. So
1: Yeah. And um did did you you said you kind of strive to you know use clarissa's fashion did you also share like her aesthetic in your room did you try to like freak out your room like oh yeah
2: my room is crazy um i had inflatable furniture (laughs) um lava lamps uh, christmas lights everywhere posters galore you know whatever i could get my hands on lots of weird (laughs) they might
1: be giants they might be I... giants posters everywhere is
2: this is gonna be a hot take i don't like they might be giants oh, i'm no. so sorry my husband does he's a huge fan i know i've had to listen to the you know build a little bird house in your soul whatever i mean tri- triangle man get out of here i don't like it i'm sorry oh no i'm so sorry does this make me exempt from the episode you're,
1: no, you're, you're, you're not excused uh no um that's okay. That's okay. Okay, so there are some differences between you and Clarissa.
2: There are, but I mean, like all, all of the music taste. I feel like she had a very um, n- diverse music taste. You know, she mentions a lot of different styles of music, and so you know, I have that in common.
1: Mm. So. And was 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 Clarissa explains it all? Your favorite Nick show?
2: Oh, for sure, hands down. Cool. Yeah, obsessed. Wow. Okay, obsessed.
1: Andrew... But don't like
2: quiz me on random stuff because I'll like <laughs> I'll blank out. So. <laughs>
1: What was Clarissa's brother's name?
4: <laughs> oh, gee, I don't know. Uh...
1: <laughs> I Got her. I got her. Um Andrew, <laughs> you you said you, you know, you had been watching a lot of Clarissa in preparation. Uh mm-hmm. h- how you feeling? Good. I mean,
3: I feel good <laughs> about the show. I told you before. That's not we very started, convincing. I <laughs> uh I you know what I kind of had most of my picks like ready to go Mm -hmm. um I I watched a bunch of episodes just to kind of make sure that these were the ones but um I told Joey before we started like I feel like Clarissa overall to me um is like a little bit higher caliber than like hey dude say
2: well, um, I mean, most things are, aren't they? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that brothel, could that could yeah. <laughs> that could be read as either the ultimate insult or a compliment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: I do love Hey Dude, though. So
1: I do too. <laughs> no, I, I I I like all this stuff, obviously,
3: okay. but I but I do feel very good about Clarissa. I feel like we haven't given it maybe as much det- attention as it deserves.
2: Okay.
3: Mm,
1: yeah. Yeah. I yeah i definitely i i, I watched a lot of, uh i didn't watch all five seasons but i i definitely uh went through and i in particular i tried to zone in on ones i didn't remember um right. you know i really when clarissa good it's like it's really good mm-hmm. um i do think there is like a little bit of like a Sometimes the episodes can kind of blur together. Like if you watch for too long, like I was telling Andrew, like this is not my favorite show to binge because like when I'd watch two or three mm-hmm. episodes in a row, I'd be like, wait, which one did this happen in? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, cause you're just, you're always in the house. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're oh and i love the darlings and they're fun to hang out with but it it can get a little samey from time to time so mm-hmm. I, I i i love this show when it's great but i do think there is like a stretch of episodes that feel a little um i don't know like they're killing time or something because
2: i not hope much I, I hope i picked those episodes <laughs> <laughs> just to I, make it weird <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think it would be a good thing if uh, the lists are diverse here. I, 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 am. I will say, I am shocked by my list. Um,
2: I'm shocked by my list.
1: Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Um, there's only there's only two on here that I thought would be. Um. So. Wow. Yeah. Um.
3: <laughs> okay, mine might not be that big of a surprise because I feel like <laughs> these are classics. Okay. But maybe it's just me.
2: Well, I didn't want to pick anything that had already been picked before. So I have some different criteria. Mm. I feel like if okay. you guys have already covered it, I didn't I didn't want to come in and like beat a dead horse and try to add things that I didn't, uh, you know, have to add. So those automatically got bumped on my list. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh.
1: Okay. So we've talked about haunted house, cool dad, no TV. Um is that it? Uh so. So none of those made it for you? No. Okay. All right, all right. I'm not saying they made it for me. Oh, we've talked about brain drain too. Um,
2: brain okay. drain's a huge one for me, but it's not on my list. Okay, all right. Wow. I like it. So, I like it. All right. I like it. <laughs> okay, okay. So I created a Clarissa-themed Mad Lib um, that I kind of gathered a few sentences from, like some wiki pages or whatever, and compiled a Mad Lib for Joey and Andrew to help fill in the blanks and I thought it would be fun and it's themed who is Clarissa darling so please Ooh. make your responses as ridiculous as possible or it's not going to be funny you know how this works um <laughs> and we can just alternate back and forth does that okay. work for you?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah okay who wants to go first
1: uh Andrew you go ahead, you go
2: ahead. Okay. All right. okay adjective
1: delightful
2: Okay, Joey, noun.
1: Brendan Fraser.
2: <laughs> what? He's a person. He sure is. Okay, uh. <laughs> Plural noun. Andrew.
1: Leaves.
3: Like the things on the trees.
2: I gotcha. <laughs> Joey, adverb.
1: Um. Ooh, adverb.
2: You can give me your adjective, and I can just put it in a different spot. If you if you already have one, Joey.
1: My adjective would be bedazzled. Of
2: course. Which I have yet to see, <laughs> and have zero intentions on seeing.
1: Oh dear.
2: Sorry. Um. Are, are you making? Are you already picked Brendan Fraser. Are you just making the bedazzled one? <laughs> Somebody's gotta pick an adverb, okay?
1: Is pimply one?
2: Pimply. <laughs> <laughs> we can use it. And I don't think, but it's funny. Okay, uh, how about a verb?
3: Uh, leaps or left or. Leap? Yeah, leap.
2: Okay. Um, plural noun toilets did you say toilets yeah oh that's like a mad lib favorite i was hoping somebody would pick (laughs) toilets or poop okay (laughs) okay noun
1: candy corn Mm.
2: i actually bought a bag of candy corn before we started yeah i've got got some sitting here (laughs) on my desk
1: She's all jacked up on the candy stores.
2: Oh, I am <laughs> real jacked up. Okay. All right, an adjective?
1: Bloody. Ew.
2: <laughs> okay. okay. Um another adjective? Poopy. Noun? Sorry, I'm already reading it. It's funny. <laughs> Foot. Foot? Um, we need a past tense verb.
3: Licked? Hmm. That could That's be That's
2: good. Okay. A noun. There's not too many left. We've got, like, four more. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is taking so much longer than <laughs> I anticipated. <laughs> oh,
1: I, I love a noun. Hold on one second. Um, okay. Elizabeth Hurley. <sighs> what? Why? She's also in bedazzled, if you wanna
2: Oh you this is uh, <laughs> Jelly <laughs> All right, um Andrew adjective.
3: Um condemn.
2: Oh, What'd you say? Ooh.
3: Condemn.
2: Can we make it condemning? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a form of the word, right? Okay. Okay. We have two more adjectives and a noun. So, Joey, adjective. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anguished.
2: Okay. Um, one last adjective. Andrew and Joey, you can think of your noun. Dizzy. Okay. And Joey, you have the last one. You have a noun.
1: Um, guinea pig.
2: Okay. Well, the question is, am I going to be able to even read this? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> All right. Who is Clarissa Darling? Clarissa Darling is a delightful, free Brendan Fraser who often cl- <laughs> who often clashes with leaves and order, pimply, represented by her family. Mm. And she's known to leap her computer toilets to show up to her bedazzled friend, Sam, whose candy corn she deeply values. And she is, oh gosh, she is known for her bloody fashion sense involving, (laughs) involving poopy, colorful sheet. (laughs) Oh no. Clarissa is usually licked by her moral Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> Clarissa is usually licked by her moral Elizabeth Hurley, but, <laughs> it, but isn't above some condemning drama, and can be outspoken and anguished when needed. She's unique, dizzy, and an iconic '90s teenage guinea pig.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
2: Was that worth it?
1: <laughs> I think it was worth it.
2: Yeah, oh, gosh, good.
1: a very fun activity! Yeah, we should do more of those honestly. Like Nickelodeon Mad Libs,
2: Lick, licked by her moral Elizabeth Hurley.
1: It's not, it's poetic. What do it poetic.
2: Even mean? It's like, it's uh, sure,
1: yeah, Lick, sure, licked it is. by her moral Elizabeth
2: Hurley. Oh, um. It's a- yep there you go you're <laughs> welcome everybody this is what you signed up for on patreon <laughs> welcome <Precisely>. new patrons
1: <laughs> precisely um well oh, before we get into our list that's a good cue uh mm-hmm. let's thank our let's thank uh, our our friends on patreon well we'll start with nikki nikki thank you so much for supporting yeah. us um we also have clayton tim ted kev tara katie brooks Vaughn, jordan Kevin, Brad, Allie, Brian, Shelby, Bob, Jason, Jennifer, Tony, Marlena, Sid, Chris, Vincenzo, Honest, Abe, Bup, Joseph, Katie, Evelyn, Damien, Joshua, Colin, Lacey, Tim, John, Mort, Leah, Justin, Scott, Alyssa, Nick, Mark, Samantha, Sean, Shay, Scrump the Giant, Zach, Corey, Jim, Ashley, Justin, Ryan, Steven, Brandon, Jeremy, Lance, dasha meg steven brian mike miguel kylie colin daniel adam ryan ben spud logan robert paul zach lindsey blake tony rodney john mike ryan grant mel kelly justin kevin big head uh ronzo katie michael allison john jason and Corey.
2: wow Welcome guys.
1: Yeah. It's
2: <laughs> a lot of people.
1: I know. Yeah. Well it's it's good. It's it's good. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Great cool. Uh, great. Appreciate all of you. Um so okay, we've agreed to do our top five. Clarissa explains it all. We're gonna do a close call, Ferguson. Um Andrew, do you wanna get us up, kick kick us off? Sure, sure. Um my number five,
3: uh we briefly mentioned already, no TV.
0: Like TV's all bad. If you get to watch your show and you've got the remote control, it's not like there's a lot to watch on TV. It's just that, well, you want to turn it on now and then just to be sure there's still nothing good on TV or not to be. That is the question. Mm.
3: Um, we've talked about this in episode number forty-one. If you want to check it out, okay. Uh, but this is one of those vol- episodes of this show that has sort of stuck with me over the years. Um, Just little pieces of it. The idea of, like, it's kind of changed now, I guess. But as kids at the time, it was like, the idea of taking a couple days off of TV seemed um, impossible, (laughs) sort of. Um, I I don't know. I feel like it's, like, kind of a defining episode of this whole, not, I mean, this show, but, like, now the whole uh, Nickelodeon canon for me um uh anyway in this one janet tries to make the family um stop watching tv for a day and it turns out to be like really hard for them and they're like withdrawing from it and uh she's smoking by the end of it Um, (laughs) it's just (laughs) a lot of fun stuff happens in it um uh includes it including um trying to get tv channels She ends up getting them from Russia with that, like, box that she has. Um, It just reminds me so much of being a kid at that time and, like, trying to get, like, the movie channels with the antenna. Um, Another thing that, like, doesn't exist anymore. But, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so it's really reminiscent of that time for me, I guess. Um, Plus, I love, like, a TV-based episode. Um, Just feels, yeah. Do
4: we
1: get a good computer graphic or game or something in this, right?
3: Um I think it's just the uh just the um Russian, Russian potato, potato channel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay okay, okay. Good.
4: <laughs> so um, funny.
1: yeah I love that it's a it's a it's a great episode of Clarissa. Now it didn't make my top five I'll say it. Sure. Um but sure. uh yeah uh, I'm going back and looking at our episode description. Apparently we talk about uh, where where the darlings live? We tried to figure that out, and then also, is Janet Darling a hot mom?
2: <laughs> That's such a weird thing to say. <laughs> Do you guys you... think she's hot? Um, I, <laughs> no.
3: I never, I never did like as a kid, really. But yeah, I saw she like in that. Uh, I think it's in um that slimed book.
4: Mm-hmm. She
3: mentions like that was part of what sold her on the. On taking the part mm. that she could be a hot mom,
2: it's interesting.
1: Oh, oh, like she wanted to be a hot mom. Yeah, yeah, she liked the idea. I don't, I don't feel like they tried to play her that way.
2: No, she's like a no, a children's museum yeah. teacher.
1: <laughs> I will say, I, I, it probably came up because with age, I was like, oh, you know what? Like, you know, Janet Darling's okay. She's. Um... I mean,
2: she's obviously not ugly. I mean,
1: yeah. No, but no, no, no. But like, yeah, as I'm,
2: like I, I am now,
1: I'm now her age when the show is on, and so oh, it's like, isn't okay, that awful okay. to
2: find that out? <laughs>
1: yeah. It's like, you no, yeah, she's,
2: she's, she's cool.
1: Um, do you guys have a? Do you have a favorite darling, or, or I guess any character? There's not that many. I mean, you got Sam and Mathilda and a couple reoccurring. Me. <laughs> any, you and Andrew, do you guys have a favorite person?
2: Marshall, hands down. Wow. marshall's the best dad in the world listen i should have said clarissa right no marshall he's the best dad in the world (laughs) there is no better dad that exists in in television you can't i cannot be convinced
1: okay yeah i mean it's 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 marshall he's good good. no it's marshall he's He's so funny He's so funny and the show knows how good he is. A lot of times he'll like have this super dry line. It'll be like his lines make me laugh harder than anybody else in the episode, but they actually don't play a laugh track when he says mm-hmm. this stuff. So it just lands super weird. Um, and he, and a lot of times when they don't give him a laugh, he just seems super depressed as well. Um, he's great. But Andrew, who who do you got? Who do you got?
3: Um, I think it's gotta be Clarissa for me. Mm, okay. she's just like such a force
2: okay i mean i love clarissa i I feel like i'm like i don't know i'm thinking like aside from clarissa because that's, okay, kind of uh, right? well, that's kind of a given right
3: well kind of a given sure sure uh in that case i think ferguson it's like what? very wow. close for
2: me <laughs> Who are you?
3: I mean, I hate him, but I love him because I hate him, you know?
2: Okay. <laughs> he's got a very punchable face is what you're saying.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's not like I like get behind his opinions. It's just he's such a idiot. Like, yeah. I love him. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Totally.
2: He's a typical youngest. Yeah. He's, you know, a young <laughs> Republican. So there you go.
1: <laughs> um, Nikki, you're number five.
2: All right, uh, my number five pick is season three, episode 11, Life of Crime.
0: Okay, here's how it happened. I was out shopping this afternoon with Jody, just, you know, trying stuff on. Then they announced the store was closing, so I got dressed really fast, without even realizing I was still wearing it. I walked right out with it. Without paying, I stole it. It was an honest mistake, you say? Just tell your parents and take it back. Which would be okay, except how do I explain the it? It's
2: this. So this one aired on January 30th, 1993, and was written by Suzanne Collins of The Hunger Games fame. Wow. So, yeah. So Clarissa's (laughs) shopping with her friend Jody. The store announces that it's about to close. She's scrambling to get dressed. Somehow... So many holes in the story. She leaves on this super saucy bustier. Okay, why yeah. was she trying this on? I don't know. Um, it's black and red lace with garter. She's like holding it up, like in the mirror, the whole nine. So she accidentally steals it. Um, I just want to say, any woman who wears lingerie, there's no way that you could accidentally wear this out of the store. It's not, po- <laughs> it's not possible. I mean, there's no way that you accidentally wear it out. Like, I get that you're in a rush, but. There's no way you don't realize you have this under your clothes, you know.
1: Anyway, Not 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 when you're not when you're 15.
2: Who's doing this when who's doing this when they're 15? I don't know. I thought yeah, it was she crazy. I mean I guess she was a fast girl apparently. I, um, I mean, this,
1: this this episode made me blush for sure. I I rewatched it. Oh no.
2: I I'm, I'm sweating trying to, <laughs> to talk about it.
1: Yeah. Uh I, no, I but mean, that's she, what
2: made it sit. Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, yeah it was just shocking that, like they actually have her hold up the lingerie
2: right. Like, wow, That's why wow. I was so happy that Suzanne wrote it, and it wasn't like one of the guy writers because that would have like yeah. taken the whole thing a different direction
1: for sure, <laughs> but
2: yeah, the whole episode it made it so fun. you know, it's the whole thing centered around her, just extreme mounting guilt for having stole it, and she's acting just super strange and bizarre around her family, especially Sam, like so, there's a really funny scene where she's just crawling out of her skin and jumpy. It's got such a like frenetic energy through the whole thing and you know ferguson can sense there's something wrong and he's like desperate to find out what she's hiding and yeah it's just it's great and there's a very long probably too long daydream sequence that's a reference to a western i don't know if it's like butch cassidy and the sundance kid but it's so stupid she's referred to as the bustier kid and silk stocking <laughs> sam who went in- who insists it's cheesecloth it's
3: cheesecloth. Oh. So man. it's
2: so stupid. And it shows her sticking up a general <sighs> store and she's like, put all the underwears in a bag.
3: You know, I have not thought of that it's cheesecloth since it's probably the last line. time I saw it twenty five oh, years ago or whatever. It
2: sticks with Jeez. you though.
3: Yeah, that's that's incredible. I'm glad you brought that up.
2: <laughs> cheesecloth. Yeah, so she finally like, confesses. She's like, you know, she's trying to figure out how to get rid of it, and she finally confesses to Sam because he's like, "I can't be around you if you if you don't trust me." And yeah, so she shows Sam, and he's like, "What do you want me to do? Faint? I watch him TV." <laughs> so, great reaction, like, but why does she not just call Jody? Like, she's shopping with her friend Jody. Why not just is? Do you think Jody would be too judgy? I don't mm-hmm. know. I like yeah. that she chose to call Sam. I thought that was great.
1: Is she? A- yeah. She. I mean, she doesn't necessarily like straight up tell her mom, but like she kind of when she does. Yeah, she's cat- like, "What
2: would you What would you think?"
1: Yeah, <laughs> she shows her in a catalog. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and Janet, to Janet's credit, she doesn't like freak out or anything. You know, mm-hmm. she just kind of gently says, "Like, well, maybe not that one, but maybe this one." You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I, it's a good episode. Two two bangers so far. Uh, with um, yeah, no TV and uh, um, a Life of Crime.
3: Yeah, I just want to add that what i uh identify with in the life of crime is just this idea of like accidentally doing something wrong mm-hmm. i feel like that that just like really resonates with me for some reason i, know. I guess i did. what have you like, accidentally
2: done wrong andrew uh,
3: i don't know <laughs> i feel like everything that i do is oh. like an
1: accidental like mistake you know oh.
2: maybe that's
3: just my
1: perception like <laughs> No, yeah, that's that's not right. You're great. <laughs> no, <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, my number five aired in season five, episode five, uh, on December eighteenth, nineteen ninety two. Uh, this is Alter Ego.
0: Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. But I wish I thought that way. I got my whole body pierced eventually. Lips, elbows, fingernails. Next on my list is eyelids. That sounds painful. Yeah. So I'm Jade. Who are you?
1: Classic. Oh, uh, yep. All right. during, du- during a party, Clarissa falls for a drummer named Polly while pretending to be a <laughs> hyper cool dressed character called Jade. Clarissa initially assumes the Jade alter ego when meeting Polly, but eventually re- re- has to reveal her true self so like this is a classic you know this image of clarissa she's got the black kind of punk rock wig on black mm-hmm. makeup you know she she's a punk rocker essentially yeah and she goes to this party where james vanderbeek folks james vanderbeek is playing <laughs> drums in a band and um you know she kind of uh, what i love about this is that this whole thing's a joke that her and sam went to this party just yep. at to like you know dress up like idiots as a joke, and then she kind of gets wet like kind of cornered into pretending to be this girl because this is the mm-hmm. girl that the guy you know, ends up liking <laughs> There's also a great uh b storyline in this episode of Ferguson adopting a cat which he names william f buckley uh a famous <laughs> conservative um i i and uh i I just love this concept of like they find they figure out that this is a this is a cat that a little girl had lost in, like, Ferguson's absolute refusal to <laughs> still give it back. It's um, bubblegum. Yeah, yeah, bubblegum. Uh, <laughs> and uh, there is a good black and white sequence in this where Clarissa transforms into kind of, mm-hmm. like, the werewolf version of Jade, like a horror film. Um, so I really remembered this from when I was younger. I rewatched it. I still thought it was, like, pretty... Pretty high energy, pretty high pace, quick pace for Clarissa. Um, and you know, James Vanderbeek. I, I how how can you go wrong?
2: How can you go wrong? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: um, uh, you know, I caught this episode like late night on whatever the most recent Nickelodeon station was, like mm-hmm. secondary station. Um, like I don't know if it was Splat or what. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was great like it was such a pleasure to accidentally run into this like 18 years later whatever
1: yeah yeah it's a it's a it is a good episode i um, mean
3: it's uh over the top and like kind of dumb her whole alter ego but it's
1: good
2: yeah i have, a, I have yeah. an auxiliary question if a girl did this to you at a party what would you even do Like, and like you, like you find out, you know, like, and she comes clean about, what are you doing? Are you like just heading for the hills? Uh, It's crazy. You know,
3: it's hard to say, like, I want to say, yeah, for sure. Like it would just be too crazy. But at the same time, Clarissa herself is so grounded that I would be tempted to (laughs) give it a chance. Be like, is this the one
1: crazy thing? You know, is this it? maybe you're totally normal yeah it's That's hard funny. to say because we know clarissa Not the... um yeah. you know because his response is like well i'm flattered like no girl has ever tried this hard for me so mm-hmm. like i I almost get that sentiment but i think the initial reaction is like oh no something's wrong with this girl um <laughs> you know like there's a deeper issue because if you don't know oh. who clarissa is then you know you would think there's something really wrong
2: yeah. yeah yeah i guess so. it's a great episode
1: great yeah, episode uh, so memorable yeah um andrew you're number four um yeah uh, speaking of jade i believe Ooh. she makes her first appearance in
3: sort of in my number four uh which is cool dead
0: five six seven eight here comes a man who's a friend of mine he's all the way live cause he's got the rhyme so throw your hands up in the air Let's not get too empty to the modern
1: art museum, I'm here to teach you that you can reach to the phone, follows function, and that is the key. You just
0: got to think architecturally. Get live, Sam.
3: Hey. One, <laughs> uh, we talked about it on the podcast at episode number 101. Mm. Um, classic Clarissa episode. I couldn't Not put it on my list just because it like holds such a place in my head, I guess, for this show. Um, but basically, uh, Marshall's supposed to give a speech at Clarissa's school and he's trying to like figure out how to be cool with it. Um, and Clarissa's embarrassed and he ends up like uh, bonding with Sam over there, like trying to be cool together. Um there's so much good in this episode. Uh I mentioned Jade. This is like the first time I think that Clarissa dresses up like that. Like yeah. character.
2: I think you're um, right.
3: Uh also the uh martial horror movie segment in this is oh, great. So good. <laughs> <laughs> of course, um the dad rap at the end. <laughs> um I mean what the hell? Uh uh. Ferguson um, trying to wear <laughs> Ferguson trying to sneak into this horror movie, and like his final attempt is wearing a fake beard, and it just looks so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. It's so, dumb. Uh, it's so good. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Love this. Such a big episode to me in the world of Clarissa. I Feel like it establishes a lot about Marshall, and um, I don't know fun seeing marshall and uh sam do their ridiculous rap that's great
2: can i add on something um cool dad actually has my absolute favorite opening is that called a monologue it's if it's at the Mm. very beginning my absolute favorite where she says embarrassment is my least favorite emotion love that (laughs) i love that i love that whole opening thing before it gets to like the the opening credits it's so great
3: yeah and i do like um I, I For some reason I kind of like when they're outside Ever It just
1: feels like nice mm-hmm. you know, They're out in the yard yeah. Yes, yes, agreed um, Well, great pick Great pick, yeah, we we talked about it um, Fun episode, for sure Yeah uh, Nikki, your number four
2: Alright, well my number four Was covered very well by Joey It's alter ego
0: <laughs> What you wear can redefine who you are Say you want to go cool Real cool. Hyper cool. There, this'll do. Now all I need is a new name to match my new look. I think tonight I'll only be answering to
2: Jade.
1: Yes
2: Yeah, I I love this episode so much. Um I don't have a whole lot else to add, um, you know, you, you got a fake sewer rat tattoo. You got the fake <laughs> nose ring. You got the fake Long Island accent. Just so committed to the Long Island accent.
4: Yeah, pretty um. good, honestly.
2: <laughs> and there is another funny storyline in this that has to do with uh is this the one that has Janet with all of her uh, prize winning squashes? <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. She just Mm. keeps bringing in squashes.
2: (laughs) And they're like, oh, great. You know, that one could really.
1: I love when Marshall lies. No, I think this is the one. You can't you can't cook this one.
2: (laughs) Oh, That's so great. Uh, I did have some interesting trivia from this one. mm -hmm. If you're interested, since you covered it so well. Okay, so the girl who plays Missy, uh, her name is Shannon Woodward. She's also appeared on the sitcom Raising Hope, which I have not seen, and the HBO series Westworld.
4: Like mm. for a lot of the
2: seasons. I haven't huh. seen that either, but that might be of interest to somebody.
3: Westworld's yeah. great. Uh, but I don't remember now. Exactly. Yeah,
2: what... she plays little Missy who has bubblegum.
1: Huh. Interesting. Right.
3: And like if you
2: it. want some even deeper trivia, I've got a James Vanderbeek fun fact for you. Oh,
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Nice. Give me that. <laughs>
2: Okay, so this is five years before Dawson's Creek came out. This was his first on-screen role. Mm-hmm. Um, and a Love little it. side trivia about James Vanderbeek: the actual translation of Vanderbeek means literally in Dutch, "from the creek" or "of the creek." Uh, wow. So oh I, now I have questions. Um, did they write the entire show Dawson's Creek because of his last name? Super <laughs> weird. <laughs> Just saying.
1: Is he Dawson? Or-
2: Yeah, Dawson.
1: He's Dawson.
2: He's he's, he's filmmaking, Dawson. Yeah.
1: Oh wow! Did you watch uh,
2: Dawson's Creek? No. 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 Oh, it's great. Oh, it's great. (laughs) Loved it. More of a pacey girl. More of a pacey girl myself. But yeah, good show.
3: (laughs) Um, Wow, it's it's like another one of those things when your name like reflects what you do.
1: Like Bookman. You know, yeah, yeah. The reason people, yeah, well, that's like where a lot of last names came from, Taylors. Yeah, but I mean, Mm -hmm. becoming that after the fact, true, uh, true. And this is even more bizarre than that. I mean, yeah, what the hell? He should come back. I feel like I feel like I'm ready for James Vanderby comeback.
2: He was on like Dancing with the Stars a few years ago. He did pretty well. Do you want and to know you... a really embarrassing story about me that is, like, in relation to alter ego? Sure. Yeah. Do you want me to overshare? Oh, yeah. uh, so when I watched Clarissa with, like, the fake nose ring, I was inspired to also get a fake nose ring. <laughs> and I, like, uh, got some uh, wire cutters from, like, our junk drawer, and I cut a ring out of my spiral notebook, and I put it in my nose, oh, and, I yeah. wore it, and I wore it around the mall. <laughs> Events. And I felt so bad, <laughs>
1: like like badass and cool. Like,
2: yeah, well, I'm bad. yeah, like like rebellious. Like, <laughs> yeah. look at me. Yeah, that yeah. was fun. There you go. That's, that was uh, stupid, and I regret sharing it.
3: <laughs> no, that's ingenuity. I mean, not actually getting
1: like a real nose ring.
3: I
2: mean, I was like twelve, so there you go. Yeah. That's telling. Yeah.
1: James James Vanderbeek has six kids. Yeah, he wow. does. I was I just I just Googled him and it's like a picture of him and his family. I'm like Jesus, has a lot of children. Over <laughs> uh, I do love the moment in Alter Ego where uh you know nobody in her family is talking with the Long Island accent, and he I know. he gets like frustrated for her and he like confronts them, being like, "You should be like proud of where you come from." <laughs> yeah, it's just a good little moment.
4: It oh, is great.
1: Yeah. Good. Okay, Alter Ego. Our first, uh, our first episode here that gets multiple mentions. Um, my number four is a big one in the run of Clarissa mm. uh, as far as what happens here. Uh, this is season four, episode eight. Aired August 14th, 1993. It's called A Little Romance.
0: Instead of knowing what I feel like, I don't know how I feel at all. I don't know if Sam's a friend or something else. I hope he doesn't come around for a while. I need some time to sort my emotions out. I want to be calm, cool, and... Ah!
4: Oh, jeez.
1: You know a little romance? (laughs) Yeah. This is uh, Clarissa and Sam find their friendship in jeopardy after going out on a romantic date. Folks, Mm -hmm. this is it. This is what we've been waiting for. (laughs) Sam and Clarissa mostly sam uh tests out whether there's any real chemistry uh he he tells her he likes her clarissa to you know to be fair she's pretty reluctant this entire time like she's not sure this is a good idea um but the tension is there uh how poorly it all goes feels exactly right um like of course this was not going to work um but yeah just the way it's played the way sam plays it. Feels really great. Mm -hmm. It it feels like uh, there's a couple episodes on my list, um, this included, where I just feel like it was a big moment and they they pulled it off. It was like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and you only need an episode. They didn't drag it out for a season where I feel like most shows, you know, it would be the will they, won't they? It's like one episode, just like oh no, they're they're friends. This isn't gonna work, and then (laughs) right back to normal. I loved it.
3: Yeah. Um. I didn't actually rewatch this one. Uh, so I don't remember all the
2: This is extremely now. memorable for me.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's you D- you you uh did you try dating the kid that was next door to you? No. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Expecting like a weird story there. <laughs> no, no, I, I have some thoughts on this episode, but I'm gonna save it. Okay, mm.
1: okay, yeah. Um,
3: okay, yeah. Andrew? A, it, oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry go, ahead. Go, ahead, go ahead. It just seems like an essential like thing that they had to do at oh, some yeah. point, you yeah.
2: Know? It does, and it's another Suzanne Collins episode, so she obviously wow. knows what she's doing.
1: Jeez. Man, yeah, yeah, love
2: it. she's coming out with the good stuff.
1: <laughs> well, Andrew take us into the top three
3: uh yeah yeah and these these are all killers uh, yeah. my number three the darling wars
0: be good we will hey oh,
1: lock up after
0: and be in bed by 10 30 sharp no problem Bye. Bye. yes it's ours all ours for one whole night. now remember this time, we're not going to fight. We're going to get along no matter what. Mm-hmm. Season
3: three, episode four.
0: Nice.
3: Um, this could almost be a Halloween episode. I mean, it's not technically, but it kind of becomes that um, the Marshall and Janet leave Clarissa and Ferguson home alone, and they <laughs> they uh, do all the regular home alone stuff, watching movies and eating and stuff. And uh, eventually just, like, start fighting with each other and pranking each other. Um, And it's just such a fun, fast-paced episode. Uh, I love, of course, the uh, spooky uh, vibe. Um, And, of course, staying up late and all that stuff. Um, I love the pranks that they play on each other. Ferguson with that weird, like... um, it's like this weird uh, mannequin with like a <laughs> monster face on it. Yeah, uh, really great. And Cr- and uh, Clarissa's like, um, living hand that she makes up. Mm, that yeah. like, that always stuck with me somehow. That oh, hand, yeah. the idea of like a hand walking around on its own. Um, and then it almost turns into like a Home Alone slash slasher movie at the end with yep. Marshall trying to get into the house and then like thwarting him thinking he's a a burglar <laughs> yes. um yeah god i just love this so much i love uh ferguson's like makeshift lab in the that's <laughs> he's hiding in the basement
2: so good um,
3: that he just pulls oh, out god. of the wall yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh i don't know how often we
1: see their basement but this has got to be one of the rare
3: I, times yeah
2: i don't remember seeing it any other time
1: yeah, yeah. So cool to, um, I mean you um, you say like Home Alone, but literally this really plays out like Home Alone in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah.
2: That, that was my thought when I rewatch <laughs> it and I've watched it a million times. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um yeah, so it's such a great one. Really good. Um feels feels like an essential Clarissa and I I can't totally remember but when we did our um Nickelodeon awards, I'm pretty sure this is the episode that won for Clarissa. I'd have to uh, go back and listen but yeah
4: nice.
1: oh, cool uh, Nikki, number three
2: alright, my number three pick is from season two, episode ten, this aired on June 14th, 1992 Miss Guidance Counselor
0: Clarissa, Clarissa Clarissa, you don't want to grow up to be a kook do you? I don't know, what are the hours? just kidding I think it's time to take a careful look At my three F's. Excuse me?
3: You must learn to
2: focus on the goals at hand, to have fusion with positive peer groups, and to follow through with set tasks. Focus, fusion, and follow through are the keys to
0: fitting in. But what if I don't want to fit in? It's the only way to avoid
2: that terrible drift into the... abnormal. So... Are you familiar? Yes. <laughs> okay. So Clarissa's normalcy essentially is challenged by this super uptight guidance counselor named Mrs. Cheesebrow, who has apparently had 50 consecutive meetings with Clarissa, which is um, insane. Uh, she thinks Clarissa doesn't take her future seriously and tells her she's not living up to her full potential because of all these undecideds on her career aptitude tests so she signs up clarissa for what she deems as normal teenage girl activities so clarissa is like thrown into the dance committee which is like lame you know it's like girls trying to do stuff with like unicorns and crap and like wilson phillips or whatever Uh, and then she has to do a home mag where she's like burning cherry pies feeling like a total failure and then like you see this awkward sequence of cheerleading where she just like can't keep up with everybody so, and so Mrs. Mrs. Cheesebell is totally like getting into her head and so you know, Clarissa starts doubting herself and her identity. And she's like, well, maybe Mrs. Cheesebrow's right. You know, like weird is fun now, but what if it's not funny later? Mm -hmm. And like that has like a hilarious scene, probably one of my favorites, where it's got Clarissa standing on a soapbox in the street with a megaphone. And she's like, listen to me explain why the theory of relativity is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like trying to sell homemade potholders. And she's like, homemade potholders for sale. Get them now while you're still alive. And they're like this is like obviously like a daydream sequence. And so they like the cops take her off to jail. And it's just it's so ridiculous and stupid. But yeah, yeah. Mrs. Cheesebrow sucks. She's horrible. Uh she's <laughs> well, trying but... to put her she's trying to put her in a mold and that's not who she is.
1: Yeah, but she plays I think she plays the like jaded guidance counselor just right.
2: No, I think she plays it wrong. She's terrible. <laughs> You, I mean, think I the, she
1: played... you think the actress is bad
2: no the actress is good no that's I'm what i'm saying yeah 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 okay
1: very very believable
2: yeah very she's believable.
1: Yeah, t- yeah 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 <laughs> i'm looking at her now nancy youngblood good career yeah. doogie hauser the wonder mm-hmm. years er home improvement star trek voyager uh csi the shield
2: phones, yeah i saw that. It's a lot of random stuff
1: weeds good stuff shameless <laughs> yeah i feel like i was just looking her up
3: maybe it was because of this but it seems weird she's on all I of mean, her i minds. like
2: i like that uh when she finally comes to the house for like a home visit like it just keeps getting worse like marshall's got this oceanic tunnel crawl through that he's created for the children's museum and he like walks up to her with these hilarious pinhole glasses like <laughs> a few like a foot from her face And she's like, no wonder she can't have a normal teenage life with all of these abnormal bohemians. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Marshall and Janet come through and they take up for her. So it ends nicely.
1: This is a good one. Don't put kids
2: in boxes, okay? Let's not come up with all these stupid (laughs) norms that girls have to do certain things. Hate it. Lame.
1: Yeah, unnecessary.
3: This is a good I one. I
2: like the Clarissa said that what she wanted to do was she was uh wanted to be a Tahitian Pearl Farmer, or it was between Formula One racing and, and Tahitian <laughs> Pearl Farmer. So funny. Yeah.
1: Did you rewatch Sorry. this one, Andrew? I, I like it. No, I didn't. Okay. Right. Yeah, it's a good one. Very good. Um my number three is the last episode of Clarissa Explains It All, which aired December 3rd, 1994. It's called The Last Clarissa.
0: Who would have thought I'd become a chronicler of teen life? Anyway, my editor even said he'd submit it for some kind of prize. But I just really like investigating what's going on and trying to get an idea of what might happen. So, for my last and final issue of the Thomas Tupper Times, I've decided to devote the whole issue to the future. I mean, where will we all be 20 years from now?
1: Clarissa finishes her last article for the newspaper dedicated to the future. Uh, this arises the question, where will they be in 20 years? Um, I think maybe this is like one of the best done finales on Nickelodeon. I mean, granted, most shows didn't have the privilege of knowing they were ending, right? Like to properly Damn. send it off. But I really, really love like the precise and fun way in which they show like where all the characters are going to be in 20 years um you have this dilemma of like where Clarissa and Sam are going to go to college or whether she's going to take an insur- internship in New York um it's like I don't know it was very comedic but mature and it felt like a really proper send-off like I was just super impressed uh with this episode
4: um
1: I didn't rewatch it I
3: so I totally don't remember it um from when we were
1: younger Mm. so okay. I can't say much about it. Well, it's just
3: a good
2: it, the big city.
1: It's a good one. I mean, there, yeah, there's the dilemma. Like, you know, she wants to be an intern in New York rather than go to college, and she kind of got to work with that, work on it with her parents. But I don't know if if the the episodes I like feel kind of packed with like big co- consequential things rather than just mm-hmm. the everyday stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. Although my number two would, is against that, but like I, I, you know, <laughs> it, I, I, I do like the ones that feel a bit over the top or dramatic. I guess.
3: Yeah. Um, Me too. Well, I'm interested to check that out again, yeah. and um, at some point we should almost check out uh, what's it called, like the failed spinoff. There's yes.
4: Like a, uh, yeah, it's on YouTube. Yeah. Pilot yeah. episode. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. I will say, Andrew, uh, where Ferguson's going to be in 20 years is just so good. It's so funny. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Number two. My number two is Total TV.
0: Okay. Thanks to Mr. Fudstein, homework is about to be as easy as watching TV. We've been assigned to study an ordinary object to figure out how to improve it. I've chosen television, natch. Mr. Fudstein says the only way to know your subject is to completely immerse yourself in it. So in order to improve TV, I've decided to watch it for 24 hours straight. Hey, anything in the name of science. Hey! Um,
3: season 2, episode 9. Um, it. Uh, Clarissa decides to do her like science project on watching TV for 24 hours, basically. Uh, so she's preparing to stay up for this whole time and watch it um yeah i just love this episode i mean another tv episode of course uh but just i don't know this idea of staying up that 24 hours it feels like a real kid thing something that i probably tried to do at some and never succeeded at um uh I I love this whole, like, second half of this episode in which Ferguson is, like, tricking Clarissa into thinking she's going crazy, and then she kind of, like, turns it back onto him um, and ending up inside the TV at the end, you know? Yeah. Uh, God, such a fun one. Her, like, hauling the TV around outside and stuff. Um, (laughs) Yeah, this is just one of those ones that has, like, burned into my brain. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's great.
4: To me. Nice.
1: yeah it's a I do think that's a, a classic it didn't make my list but like it, it would be very close um, yeah. love, love Total TV um, cool number two Nikki
2: alright my number two pick is season three episode three poetic justice
0: Sam I've seen the future of poetry and it's name is PC poem what are you talking about I'm talking about computer-generated poetry, Sam. Why rack my brain when I can let the computer rack its hard drive? Wow, that's pretty cool. But is it really poetry? I'm sure if Lord Byron had had a laptop, he would have done the same thing. Okay, guys, do your thing. This is pretty awesome. I feel like the future is now. We're witnessing a powerful mind at work here. A multi-megabyte mind, to be exact. No blood, no sweat, no tears. And it's done. Poetry of the future.
2: So this aired on December tenth, nineteen ninety-two. This one is just special to me for reasons that I'll get into. It's a poetry episode, and I write poetry. Um, but the premise is 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 very interesting. So Clarissa has to write a poem uh, about what she sees out her window, but she's like super uninspired about it. And so Janet offers up her Emily Dickinson poetry books for inspiration, but Marshall is encouraging her to look to the future for inspiration instead of the past. So that's what she does. She uses her computer to write a, essentially an AI poem. Uh, <laughs> she like inputs the words like these cheesy themed, uh, Her I guess her teacher, Mrs. Winchpenny, likes these like corny poems about sunsets and daffodils, which Clarissa hates. So she uses her computer to generate stuff with those words in it. And you know, it's like chat GPT in 1992 um which you know completely cheating (laughs) uh yeah it backfires everyone loves it so much that it gets printed in the school paper Uh, and then she's invited to a poet's banquet and like she actually wins but like all the while she's like you know reeling in guilt about it because she's like i didn't write the poem uh but yeah so she like unveils unveils at the end who the real author is and you know you have sam pushing out a computer on a media cart (laughs) (laughs) it was funny it was just special because okay i had no idea who emily dickinson was at the time when i watched this as a kid but it did result in me going to a walden books and buying an emily dickinson poetry book in 1993 i still have it i got it with me right now Um, i fell in love with it um so this episode was like my gateway into poetry
4: Ah, so it was the first really cool. poetry
2: book that I ever yeah. bought. I still read from it; super special to me. So I had to put it way toward the top.
1: Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. That's, that's um, amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a good enough reason to have it number one. But uh, and yeah. a little
2: a little fun trivia: um, Mo from Guts plays one of the poets at the banquet, which is super oh. weird.
1: <laughs> oh, Mo. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's worth going back to watch. She plays this really obnoxious. Kid, which is like oh no, kid, but, you know, yeah. Is she's
1: she's she's supposed to be a kid.
2: I mean, I think she's supposed to be of the same age group that Clarissa's was. So <laughs>
1: wow, okay, it's more, very strange. More quirk. Go
2: back yeah. and watch that; it's weird.
1: Yeah, okay, yeah.
2: And then Mrs. Winchpenny wow. who was the uh teacher, apparently plays somebody on keenan and Kel. It's Miss Miss queso or Miss Caso. I don't know how you say it. Um, she appears in one episode of Keenan and Kel in eighteen ninety seven So. Yeah. Some cool. other fun fun facts. Yeah, that's you. really
3: cool. Um uh, I definitely a very memorable episode. Um I feel like any episode that's like super heavy on um the guilt factor just I know, they always like, rank so
2: high for me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Um What are your thoughts it, it,
2: on like it, AI though? Do you think that it counts as like writing? Uh I mean, cause I don't, <laughs> I,
3: I think like the real question is going to be like when it's good enough to be indecipherable from a person. It's you horrifying. Know, it's like nothing mean? is real. You know? I
2: don't like that. How do I know yeah. you're real?
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true.
3: It's
2: awful. <laughs> um, yeah, That's another rabbit hole. I won't even go down.
3: Yeah. Hopefully it's like far enough off that I don't even have to like think about it that much.
2: It's terrifying I, for creators true. True. and writers, yeah. right? Yeah,
1: <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: I'm thinking wow. about this. This is. This
2: <laughs> no, is I don't think I. I know a lot of people say that like creation counts, and I'm like, no, it doesn't, because this is not. This is not a sentient being. Oh this no, is AI a machine. AI, this does AI not count.
1: No, it's not art, but. Uh, no. Here, okay. Would
3: it's you, gonna
2: ruin music. I'll tell you that. Would. I mean. <laughs>
3: would okay would, in if you were clarissa would you in would you like admit it that you didn't come up with it
2: oh yeah like yeah. i don't who are you asking uh both of you i don't have any ability to like my, guilt eats me alive i'm a confessor like i just have to get it <laughs> out like i can't live like that yeah
3: i'm 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 uh, questioning whether at the time (laughs) I would have felt any guilt about this. Like, I might have just been like, well, I figured it out. Uh,
2: But like with all these people fawning over you and you're going to like this big poetic banquet, like for writing something great. And like another point, her friend Hillary, who's been writing for years, who was supposed to actually win, uh, she like hands over her notebooks to Clarissa and she's like, I need some criticism. Uh, I'm I'm so inspired by you, and Clarissa feels like such a fraud. So I don't know. I think yeah, the, guilt would, yeah. the guilt would really add up there for me. But
3: um, yeah, you could be right. Uh... I'm not telling you you're wrong. I'm just <laughs> no, telling no. You I, why. I know, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, it,
2: it that, that's <sighs> that, yeah. Joey, okay. you're awful quiet. <laughs> what are you thinking?
1: <laughs> um...
2: You're are you out in space somewhere?
1: No, 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 no. No. Uh but would you want to die in space?
2: Oh no. <laughs> Perfect segue, huh? Um no, I wouldn't. Oh boy. No, I'm sorry, Joey. I have I have many reasons why. I mean, this could be a whole separate thing. Oh
1: boy. All right. Wow. Um mine number two. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, when... oh, are we are we doing an episode? Oh, I forgot. <laughs>
1: My number two is an episode I've talked a little bit about. I, I've always just had such a strong fondness for it. Um, season four, episode one, it's called The Flu. Honey. Uh-huh? We're sick.
0: You're right. I'll call Dr. Pester Spoon. How could this have happened?
1: I must have caught it from you.
0: Me? Yeah,
1: those little runny-nosed kids at the museum. They're always spreading germs through you just to get to me.
0: How well, do you know it wasn't one of your clients without the manners to cover up when he sneezes? Do you guys want to lie down?
1: Clarissa, I am perfectly capable of taking care of myself. Okay. There's just one thing. What's that? I can't. Mm. Um, mm. when when Marshall and Janet come down with the flu, it's up to Clarissa and Ferguson to take care of the household chores. Um, I spoke about this episode on our favorite sick day episodes. Um my my fondness for this episode is just so strong i we have first we have a winter storm outside which is gonna make you feel cozy and um i I always love that feeling like on a set when they open the door and you can hear the wind and like the snow's kind of blowing in oh mm-hmm. yeah just so good Uh um, it is a great scene yes yeah and then plus you got your parents in bed right so the kids are in control of the house um it's just like a warm mix for me i love this episode i love the feeling i love the switcheroo at the end um where you know then clarissa and ferguson are vegging out on the couch because they're sick and then their parents are taking care of them um i love that there's a great killer star Trek parody um in this episode uh, (laughs) featuring the doctor who's checking on them who's this like great old guy just this great kind of house call doctor
2: dr fester spoon
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, love. I don't. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't think this is a cl- classic Clarissa, but I really loved it when I was little. And then rewatching it, it just—it's like a great mix of what Clarissa does well to me.
3: Hmm.
2: Yeah, I think it's memorable too.
3: Um, I just remember that I ranked. Uh um what's it called sick days ahead of this when we were talking sick Mm. day episodes
1: Mm -hmm.
4: um you know so (laughs) sorry
1: in fact it's the second best episode of clarissa (laughs) yeah that seems crazy to me but (laughs) uh so yeah i'm telling you winter storm outside throw on the flu make some soup Oh, my God. I like that. I like Winter. (laughs) I like that they're showing Winter, I mean. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. All right. Well, we're here at the big one. Drum roll. Yeah. Um, I gave my number one
3: to the only episode I could give it to, and that's Haunted House.
0: Listen, you can't run. You can't hide. Your parents won't let you destroy it. Your only chance... Get ready
2: for Aunt Mafelda!
3: Season one, episode oh, four. Okay. Um, we talked cool. about it, episode one seventy-two of the podcast. Uh, this is the Aunt Mafelda episode.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, also, a ho- uh, not—it's not Halloween, but it's like a scary, a spooky episode. Whatever. Um, just like this is it for me. I love this episode so much. I could, I could watch this every halloween forever mm-hmm. um it's just such a fun one aunt Mefalda somehow is like j- like just she only appears in the the series twice but uh she's so memorable um there's so many good things that happen in this episode the tracking of Mefalda moving through the house love that the Mefalda vision um ferguson's whole like trying to pretend like he didn't break the vase. Uh the Mafalda computer game is amazing. The whole seance sequence. Um and and finally like that little hint of the supernatural at the end of this episode. Um it's just also fun to me. I love Mafalda as like a a um, almost villain, but not quite. You know, Clarissa's just trying to get rid of her. Um <laughs> But the the entire thing with Sam, like pretending to be the voice of her dead husband It's like <laughs> yeah. just so ridiculous and <laughs> funny to me um yeah i i this is this is uh this is it man i love it uh also coincidentally i um just randomly stopped on this movie on hbo yesterday called the assistant whatever i was looking up, people in it and uh mafalda herself oh. um heather McCrae, i believe her name is mm-hmm. uh did a like minor voice in it but it's quite a coincidence that's cool yeah anyway great episode love it
1: yeah we talked about this with our friend kevin um it's a top 10 for me you know it's 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 really good um, I don't think the return of Mafelda works quite as well, yeah. but um, I think this episode, really, just great character. And yes, you mentioned it, but Sam doing the voice is just so funny. Um, love this episode. What w- w- what do you think, Nikki?
2: I remember watching it. I mean, I've, I've seen it, obviously. I'm not, like, a huge fan of supernatural-themed things, mm. so... It doesn't really rank for me, but How I mean, the you? voice is fun. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't do spooky stuff. I'm an anti spooky girl. Wow. I know. Now I've just, a, let, just let all of the fun out of the room. Wait a minute.
3: Anti spooky, but pro uh, candy corn?
2: They're not mutually exclusive, are they? I love like candy uh, no, corn. No, it's
3: just the exact wrong. Um, <laughs> order okay.
2: <of> <laughs> I mean, I just enjoy, enjoy it in general, especially with peanuts. Have you had like salted what? peanuts with candy corn? It's like a wonderful combo. I, I'm
3: just saying. Even,
2: it's like a salty sweet. It's great. <laughs> well, maybe it should enter your mind.
1: <laughs> yeah. What if it makes it you like it? Andrew? It's great. It could. It could turn no, it me is out. very good. Yeah. It
2: is very good. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah. Sounds good. Um
3: it sounds interesting i'll save judgment
2: (laughs) It's fine i don't get my feelings are like zero percent hurt (laughs)
1: um okay nikki number one
2: all right my number one pick aired on may 4th 1991 it is from season one it is the second episode school picture
0: okay The definition of picture day is the day where you and everyone in your class dress up in dweeby clothes and have your picture taken so your mom can send it to your grandparents to show it to strangers on a bus. Maybe I can't do anything about New Year's or Ferb birthday, but mark my words, after this year, school picture's never going to be the same. And that's the
2: 411. So... I immediately think of this episode when I think of Clarissa. Um, I feel like, you know, first of all, it's got a special place for me because it's my most watched. So I feel like it kind of had to be number one. I watched this more than any other episode because I had the orange VHS tape of this. This was on the Mm. enslaved by the bell tape, which had a couple school-based episodes. Um, So I watched a ton. And secondly, I feel like it sets up the show for who she is as a character. Like she's this, outgoing kid who has a deep need to be unique and different and the whole thing is just her trying to come up with the most outrageous outfit possible and wear it to school picture day no matter what anyone says and i think that's great um yeah yeah, i just loved it and you get like a weird one-off character her friend jody is in this she's only mentioned two other times but you only see her once and sam's not even in this episode so that's interesting um but yeah, there's there's a couple really good specific scenes that I think are just hilarious. Um it's the part where Principal Merkin calls Janet and he hangs up the phone and she's like he said he heard you're going to school naked (laughs) (laughs) like this huge rumor has started that clarissa's coming to school naked Uh that ferguson started like well she no first she's coming as the virgin mary which turned into no she's coming as madonna which turned into her like you know coming to school naked and janet like loses it and she's like you're gonna see the school psychologist i don't want my daughter looking like Pee Wee herman for picture day (laughs) <laughs> and Clarissa's is like, "Ooh, Pee Wee Herman, there's one I didn't consider." Like like for that quote alone, it's just it's so great. But yeah, she ends up being able to wear whatever she wants after they find out that like, you know, Marshall was like the nonconformist in his day. Mm-hmm. Like they refused to print his picture cuz his hair was so long. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. yeah like the whole her whole plan is foiled like she she goes through all of this work but like maybe she shouldn't have told everybody because everybody shows up and they're all wearing equally ridiculous outfits so yeah but i just yeah. liked it It was it's very memorable for me
1: i do remember really liking this one when i was younger um, but i didn't re-watch it so this is just kind of reminding me of some stuff i i am looking at the imdb imdb page and the girl who played Jody, this is kind of interesting. This is the only, it's what we love. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is the only thing she's ever been in. But what's Mm -hmm. weird, what's weird to me is her IMD pitch, IMDB picture is from this episode. And usually someone who's only been in one thing, (laughs) like doesn't get a picture. Like even Elizabeth Hess who (laughs) plays Janet doesn't have a picture in IMDb. But this girl (laughs) who's been in one show ever has.
2: Yeah. It's so weird. It is weird. I saw that too. <laughs> I don't know what that's about?
3: Yeah, um, I, I mean, good pick. Uh, you know, a strong Clarissa as the nonconformist. Yeah, uh, yeah,
2: it's, it's it's, yeah, loved it. Yeah, so like it kind of sets the tone i'm regretting all of my picks okay <laughs> no, like, no and i want to redo them all yeah i couldn't decide like start i almost right. scrapped them all last night like I, I told joe i was like i'm like completely doubting this like i need to start over was like no don't do that i'm like well maybe i should have but
1: no <laughs> I, I think it's been very good uh, yeah. yeah um well my number one has been mentioned uh this is season three aired on october 24th 1992 this is the darling wars
0: sis relax enjoy indulge i'm gonna microwave some popcorn why does one night of peace make me want to kill him uh,
2: nice.
1: as andrew mentioned after being left alone for the night clarissa and ferguson take turns scaring uh one another over the course of an evening uh andrew i thought you like kind of spoke to it really well but um this is just like such a complete up this is to me a perfect clarissa episode it's so complete um you really get like everybody kind of at their height of who their character is watching clarissa and ferguson really go back and forth is so fun you kind of get to explore all the rooms of the darling house especially when it heightens up um you know you mentioned the basement uh marshall trying to get in and them thinking it's a home invader um i think in a lot of ways this is the scarier episode than like haunted house or you know i mean like this is kind of the scary clarissa and it's not that scary but
2: you think so i think it's kind of funny
1: no i i just like yeah it's i mean it's not that scary but it's it's
2: suspenseful suspenseful
1: yeah clarissa doesn't really do scary so like this feels pretty heightened um yeah so yeah, I just love it. It's a action packed episode. Um yeah, never never got bored.
4: Um,
3: yeah. It is great. Um also we didn't mention, but uh her shirt from this episode has stayed with me. Those that pink shirt with, with those the big boots, boots. On it. yeah. it's it's <laughs>
2: iconic. Love it. It's one of my favorites too, Andrew. <laughs> that yeah. one in the home girl shirt. I love the home girl shirt. Uh, yeah That's
1: great um okay well let's recap real fast uh you guys want to go through what your five were
3: yeah um yeah mine were no tv number four cool dad number three the darling wars number two total tv and number one haunted house P- pretty classic.
2: i had yeah it's good i had number five life of crime number four alter ego Number three, misguidance Counselor. Number two, Poetic Justice. And number one, School Picture. Mm.
1: And I had number nice. five, Alter Ego. Number four, A Little Romance. Number three, The Last Clarissa. Number two, The Flu. And number one, The Darling Wars. Meaning al- only Alter Ego and The Darling Wars made, you know, several appearances. Which is good. We got yeah. some different lists. Uh, do you want to do Close Call? Yeah, sure.
3: Um my official close call is Road Trip. Yo, um, yeah. <laughs> I like that one. The darling, darling family's getting ready to go uh, on their annual vacation, but instead of going to Lake, like Wanamaka, yeah, yeah maybe, like... um, they decide to go to the Grand Canyon. But over the course of the episode, they can't agree on anything, basically, and uh, the whole trip gets kind of ruined. And finally, they just decide to go to the lake anyway, like they usually do. <laughs> Um. yeah I don't I don't know something about this one it's like the the pacing of it's great it's pretty funny throughout it's just like one kind of uh uh difficult situation after another like between the characters um yeah it just feels like a fun one and maybe it you know hits close to home going on vacations like this um
1: yeah I don't know sort of funny. overlooked
3: it feels like
1: yeah, I think so. I think so too. It's um, yeah. I rewatched this one really, really good. Uh, Nikki, close call.
2: Am I allowed to have two close calls? <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I Allow couldn't. It. Okay, well, my first. Okay, okay Andrew. <laughs> my first close call was a little romance. I debated mm-hmm. uh back and forth so many times. Um, mostly. <sighs> And then I almost considered making it a Ferguson. So I'm really torn on this one because it's built up so high. Like, you're always wondering if they're going to get together. You know, Sam comes in with this weak kiss. Okay. (laughs) The kiss, his hands are in his pockets. He's already essentially begged Clarissa to go on this date, you know, and he just doesn't shoot a shot. I feel like had he kissed Clarissa with some you know something it could have actually won somewhere <laughs> could yeah. have won somewhere i don't Maybe. know I, I did really like it though um yeah. I, I loved yeah. it and it also it also has a great um rear window reference which i loved um probably one of my favorite classic films love rear oh, window man. um so you have like marshall spying on the neighbors and stuff so i love that <laughs> um that was so funny yeah. um but yeah i would have liked i don't know i'm very torn on this i feel like it could have at least been like a several episode thing of them attempting to date and then pulling the plug. I don't know. I think he should have yeah, just yeah. went for it. That's all. <laughs>
1: okay. What, what, what was this close with?
2: Marshall's midlife crisis. Oh no. Oh, my uh, other one. Um, yeah. this was close. I almost scrapped, uh, life of crime.
4: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then my other one was Marshall's Midlife Crisis. And I was really hoping one of you guys would cover it because now I'm regretting not covering it because, boy, it's (laughs) funny.
3: I don't think that he's reading
2: a he's re- he's reading kafka mango, yeah I
3: remember.
2: he's taking all of these sad walks <laughs> the only the only architecture projects that he can get are bathroom remodels uh he says that life is an onion which one peels crying <laughs> <laughs> and he wants to move the whole family to mango island i mean it's iconic i don't i'm like so regretting not putting it on there it's so good i was like they'll totally pick it <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, they didn't pick it. <laughs> I should oh, have man. picked it."
1: Yeah, now I want to rewatch this one.
2: Uh, oh, it's great! Marshall reading Kafka. Get out of here! It's hilarious. <laughs>
1: it's got to be good. Yeah, it's got to be
2: good. It's got to be good.
1: Nice. Um, yeah. Well, those are those are two great ones. Uh, well, I think, based on your description, it's been a long time since I've seen the one. But um, I, uh, Andrew, you talked about it. My close calls. Cool Dad. Um, yeah. Boy, what a what a yeah, just a. We've talked about it in in, in detail. It's just a good good episode. <laughs> um, particularly, you know, I feel like one of the most iconic things from the series is Marshall and Sam dancing in the pants. Yeah, it's great. The, uh, MC Hammer pants. Um, great. shall we Ferguson? Yeah.
3: My uh, the my Ferguson is called Hero Worship.
2: Oh, um, Eve. It's, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
3: a girl like a, a new girl at school, kind of like attaches to Clarissa and starts, like acting like her and dressing like her, and uh, she finally steals Clarissa's ideas for the school paper, and that's kind of where the line is drawn. <laughs> um. But, uh, yeah, just recall being a kid seeing this episode and, like, just not being able to stand watching this whole situation. The girl slowly sucking Clarissa's life out of her. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Just kind of, and a very, like, Ferguson-like character in the sense that uh, she's just kind of horrible and annoying.
2: She has no personality, so she has to find someone else's, basically. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah not cool. And the crazy part is, like, this episode doesn't end... This episode ends with Eve, like, still being crappy and getting caught.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: There's no, like, redemption for her. <laughs> it's just a little unusual. Um, anyway, yeah, this episode. hard, to, A little hard to watch for me.
2: Yeah. Uh, Nikki True. yeah mine's Ferguson explains it all for all the obvious reasons mm. I just
3: love it that... I almost did it
2: oh did you really it's very oh, close it's... <laughs> oh it's just a little too out there for me and this is a Mitchell Kriegman episode, so and I feel really bad but I mean <laughs> it just I found it too I don't know I just found it annoying I don't know yeah.
1: it's it's you also did. my Ferguson
2: I don't have. was no. it really? Yes. I don't yeah. have a deep reason no. other than I, just, I found it just it's I I couldn't even finish it. Like I watched like fifteen minutes. I was like, I'm done. I can't do yes. this.
1: I mean, I by the time like he and Marshall went back in time to the dinosaurs, yeah,
2: I was done. Yeah, yeah.
1: I was like, this <laughs> done. sucks. Like I'm. Thank I, you. I mean, <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> Thank you.
1: But I'm not sure whether it's like proving a point or something like that. Like you know, if the show was Ferguson's, it would not be good um i don't think that's what they were trying to do but like i don't think it was yeah it's just it, Sorry, it doesn't Andrew. it doesn't work and in in that way of course you know fittingly it's a ferguson but like in that way it's kind of the perfect ferguson because even just the name of the episode excites me I'm like ooh, ferguson explains it all <laughs> like you know rub, rub my hands together i'm ready um and then yeah, to only be disappointed yeah like immediately it's clear like oh no this is not gonna work
2: so Uh, where would that have where would that have fallen on your list andrew
3: it was almost my ferguson i mean oh it was almost your ferguson okay to hero worship
2: oh okay i thought you meant it almost made it to your like main list i was like oh no i'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) okay good um
3: no that's upsetting now though it would have been i think the only ever. well,
1: maybe maybe the first triple Ferguson. Yeah. Oh um,
2: triple Ferguson.
1: Four Ferguson. Yeah, that would have been. <laughs> Damn, Andrew, you blew it. <laughs> I did. I really did. Uh, <sighs> oh, that's good. That's that's a that's a fun way to put a bow on it.
3: Yeah. 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 Clarissa explains it all. Great. Um, I mean, I think it's like one of those, one of the most iconic old Nick shows. Yeah. Um still love to catch an episode here and there.
1: You know what I yeah. do sometimes? You, we've talked about this before. Mitchell Kriegman said that like the primary colors of the show were pink and blue to mm-hmm. appeal to both boy and girl. And then he made up the arbitrary r- rule that there would be no purple in the show.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, you know, ninety nine percent of the time there is no purple. But I have to say, I've be as I was rewatching it, I became obsessed with trying to find purple
4: <laughs> in the scenes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it would, like, almost take me out of the episode. I wish I didn't know That's that effect. Um, mm. But, uh, yeah, purple shows up mainly in Marshall's plaid shirts.
4: Oh, uh-huh. okay.
1: He
3: mentions purple in, uh, one episode. I'm not sure which one. Ah, uh, okay. But... Cool. Um, yeah, you know what? I was thinking, looking at Clarissa's room, um, I really like how the wall is, like, half, just, like, those painted bricks. Yeah. Um, but also at the same time I was thinking like, God, I'm too uh too like obsessive to <laughs> stand that kind of like messiness. Well the yeah. way
2: that it just kind of abruptly ends too. Like it just yeah. partway yeah. stops down the wall. Yeah, yeah. Across the wall. Um I like I,
1: it. I do want to shout out the um the art outside her window of like the tree with the house next door. Yeah. They actually take their time to change like the color of the sky and stuff, or like the look of the sky. Sometimes it looks stormy. Sometimes it's like yeah. sundown or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I just like uh, I really appreciated it on this watch around of like, this feels like a room. Like they they're going out of yeah. their way to really yeah. make sure this feels like a room. Um, For sure. Yeah.
2: Cool. Did you ever notice who the poster is? There's there's a famous person in her closet. There's there's a poster of in some of the episodes. You can see. Have you noticed who the the uh, artist is? I don't know.
1: I can't think of the poster.
2: Hmm. Okay. It's John Lennon. So John <laughs> oh. Lennon is oh. in her closet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was fun. I didn't notice it until this last time I watched it. I don't know how I missed it all those years, but yeah, he's hanging out in the closet.
3: That's cool. Yeah. That is cool. uh, you know while we're talking about her room in um in total tv they go up into the attic inside her closet Ooh, um, just interesting part that's of cool. the darling house yeah room. love that, any other, look
4: at that one. Any, any other any other clarissa
3: recently?
1: thoughts
2: clarissa i mean that's so vague
1: uh, I mean, anything you want to say before we end?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I've said enough. I <laughs> know.
1: Um, Andrew, any other yeah.
3: thoughts? Uh, I, I just really, I did like going back and watching these particular episodes. Um, yeah. These are just like very, you know, I feel like the more we do this, the fewer things I kind of like give me that like full on nostalgic. Um, feeling, yeah. But uh, these ones, watching these, really did, especially, yeah. um, especially Darling Wars. I hadn't seen that in a long time. That really felt, yeah.
1: like... yeah. Right back to my living room, yeah. <laughs> cool.
2: Well, I just want to say thank you so much for having me. You know, um, I found you guys way back in 2017. Like you were the first podcast that I found. I found two podcasts. So I had just jumped into the world of podcasts and was specifically looking for Nickelodeon stuff. So I typed into the Podbean search bar and only got like two results. So I got the Nickelodeon animation podcast and your podcast. And so I wasn't really into the other one, but yours was like chef's kiss. So thank you for doing what you do. You guys were like the warm nostalgic hug that I was literally seeking. Um, And it took me years to interact at all before I even like wrote an email and started interacting on instagram
1: before you corrected us for before you were willing to tell us we were calling you the wrong thing for years
2: i love a good nickname listen you can call me nico now i don't care i love it it's fun it's fun yeah yeah but yeah just know that i was lurking and rooting for you on the sidelines for years you guys have so much to be proud of i feel like i've watched you hit these huge milestones of getting nickelodeon royalty as guests i remember just like being so excited for you so congrats no. on your success you guys are so impressive to me you should be super proud of the community you've created you're so genuine everybody can see that and you know welcome all the new patreon people i think you guys are gonna love andrew and joey uh,
1: well thank you that's super
3: nice Jeez, yeah uh, probably the nicest thing anybody's ever said
2: don't oh, wait yeah. years to participate like i did okay <laughs> <laughs> let them know they would probably appreciate it <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. For sure. Everybody's
3: been so oh. kind. Yeah. And amazing that you caught it right at the beginning. Thank yeah. you so much. It's yeah. it's bizarre. I
2: mean, you had probably a few, like a handful of episodes out, but yeah, it is it is very strange. Yeah, very that's... strange. Mm. Well, Great timing.
1: Pod that's... Podbean unites the world. Always, <laughs> it really always, does. Always said that. But um, <laughs> well, before before we go, Andrew. Uh, what do the people of Patreon have to look forward to next
3: uh, next time we're going to be talking our favorite Pete and Pete characters
1: oh my along God. with Allie I'm, 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 ar- for that I'm, I'm already sweating what do we do here yeah it's going to be tough um, um, yeah I guess we don't have to talk about it now but yeah favorite Pete and Pete characters <laughs> that's going to be good that's going to be good um, and you guys already know how to find us here on Patreon which we so much appreciate Andrew and I we we have the ingredients to the next Betty Ann tier package uh I think this is going to be I think people are going to like it it's multi-layered um you know it's got some real classic stuff that only our gut buckets would get (laughs) um yeah so uh if if uh if you're waiting for your next giveaway after the t-shirt here that is on its way pretty soon and uh, again, Nikki, thank you so much for joining us for the first time. Hopefully, not the last time. Um, it was really fun.
2: Yeah, this was super fun. Thank you, guys.
3: Uh, well, we hope we'll see all you cheesecloths next time. <laughs> <laughs> I really love
4: that one.
2: Where?
1: <laughs> Never mind. How, we don't, how, we don't... Do you, how deep
2: do you want to get with this? Because I've got I'm prepared.
1: <laughs> like you just want to die in a bed.
2: Okay. Why? why I don't. <laughs> don't turn this around on me. <laughs> I, I have auxiliary questions for you. Okay.
4: Okay. 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 Uh, okay. Sorry. One. It's it's just number building one. Up. Why?
2: <laughs>
1: It's been building up because everybody I've asked in the last like 2 months is like, "No, it sounds terrible." I'm <laughs> like, "Do you want to die in a hospital or do you want to die
2: Okay, know, well here okay, can it. I ask No. That's fine. You're allowed to feel that way. I just have auxiliary questions. Can I ask you my auxiliary questions? <laughs> sure. Okay. Are we assuming Okay, first <sighs> there's so much to prioritize here. Okay. So you said that you wanted to go in space at a specific age. Was it 72? Was it 70 something?
1: Yeah, like seven. Yeah, probably 72. Okay. Yeah.
2: okay. So, say That's that, you know, life is going swimmingly in your early 70s. You're happy. Your feet are kicked up. You're enjoying your retirement. Why are you wanting to suddenly go to space to end it all?
1: <laughs> like, uh, why? So that I know that, like, I don't accidentally die not in space, you know? So, like, I have determined.
2: Okay. But
1: because uh, if I just okay. keep going. I, you know, I could die any day.
2: But you don't get to beat your own heart.
1: Exactly. So I don't want to just die on my porch or something. I want to die in space.
2: Are we assuming that you have no friends or family and you're not concerned about them? This is going to be traumatic for them.
1: No, this is. I'm not assuming that they they're prepped. I'm t- I'm talking about it in my 30s. By the time I'm 72, they don't, they know.
3: We probably have like a. I'm assuming a like two way video thing going on like between i guess
1: i mean if they want to watch i guess but i wouldn't
3: recommend it
2: sounds like the most sad and isolating experience i can think of to die i'm sorry there are so many better ways to die and i don't want to get into that but i mean that's not itchy
1: (laughs) that's it all right
2: no it's not
1: looking down on the beautiful earth
2: No, I mean, according to popular science, you actually have, like, 15 seconds unprotected before you die. So you're going to take in, like, some lovely sights, but then it's over.
1: No, 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 no. I'm not going to be unprotected.
2: What do you mean?
1: I'm just going to, like, starve to death.
2: (laughs) Sorry, what? (laughs) What, you're just going to be ejected into space in a suit and starve to death? Yeah that's insane joey that's even worse <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
2: that's even worse
1: no you get more time hang out i get at least like a day probably a couple days a <sighs> couple days god it I'll would probably be so lose, i'll lose painful. consciousness no 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 i'll lose consciousness you know i'll eventually faint and then i'm just what are your you know, thoughts
2: on littering because you know your body would be you'd be littering space
1: my body is mm. space
2: no, your body is not space. Your
1: body. <laughs> you, you don't think you're made from the cosmos. Your body is space.
2: No, it's not. You, you,
1: we are, we are space.
2: No, we're not.
1: What do you mean, no, we're not? <laughs> we live on a <laughs> planet in space. You Everything on this me- planet. Is made up from the atoms. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Okay. First of all, you're assuming that the world is even going to be able to sustain itself at the point where you become 72. How do you know? How do you even know that that's going to be possible? We might not make it to 72.
1: I'm not. I'm not trying to predict the future of the Earth.
2: I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying.
1: Sure. I yeah. I things could be bad before that. Yes. Yes. Uh In that case. And what happens? What happens
2: if you get up there and you regret it?
1: no that's too not late, too late <laughs> no there's there's no regret no you, it's you like, have it's... like that you have
2: like that moment where like you have these people who have like the survivor feeling you know like the people who have jumped off the golden gate bridge and like they've lived through it you know and mm. they're like they always say that right before you know right when they jump and right before they land they always think like oh no or like what have i done like it's instant regret like you're gonna get up there and it's gonna be instant regret
1: what you're talking about is you know tragic suicide what I'm talking about. This
2: is suicide.
1: No, no, no. What, what I'm talking about. Planning, here,
2: planning your death is suicide.
1: No, there's different versions. There's like suicide out of desperation, and then there's living your dream. And my dream is to die in space. Uh, Andrew, I'm i I'm just like
3: in my mind. The only way that this can work out is if we're in like some advanced future where you can kind of, you can somewhat predict when it's coming like to mm. a degree so that you can predict like up it's going to be 24 hours at that point well no there's you can you decide have no time, like, then going would be shout out there well how much time do you need
1: enough to time? take I mean, it all in i mean i i, I think this this has got to be scheduled like a year out
3: <laughs> i'm exhausted uh, a year out i mean it's yeah. just yeah yeah that's impractical
1: not gonna fly i
3: don't think well it's my dream Okay.
2: Well, I mean, you it's have that be a, right.
3: Part of the problem also is like, I feel like there's some assumption that you are feeling good enough that you can even care about this at that point. You know?
1: Oh, like if you're in a lot of pain or something, oh, you're not.
3: Yeah, you're probably not even going to care
1: anymore. You're gonna be like, oh no, it'd Bruce. be like it, that would be even better. Like doing me a favor, you know. <laughs>
3: Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. I'm just saying. I just, I don't know. I don't know if <laughs> you'll be in the mm. state of mind to uh, even. Care. I don't
2: like this reasoning, Joey. I just don't like it.
1: <laughs> that i I it
3: Sorry. <laughs>
2: there's, no, nothing, I just, no, I there's nothing. there's nothing to like sad. or dislike.
1: It's it's what I dream of. <laughs>
2: okay. Well, I hope your what dreams you come dream, true. Though? I'm telling you that your dreams make me sad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh boy. All right. Wow. Um my number 2